Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. The XFL announced the schedule for the Battlehawks and the rest of the league. The Battlehawks will start play on Sunday, February 19th at 3 o'clock. That game can be seen, actually it's 2 o'clock St. Louis time. That can be seen on ABC. And then after three road games, the Battlehawks will play their home opener in the first weekend of March. And joining us now is Battlehawks head coach Anthony Beck. Good morning, coach. How are you doing? Gentlemen, good morning. How are we doing? Everything's outstanding here in St. Louis. Looking forward to getting you guys into town. It's going to take a little longer than we thought. What did you think of the schedule? Yeah, it is. I mean, obviously, you know, three games on the road, uh, you know, puts puts a little pressure on a first-year head coach to bring to bring a, a winner into to that week four. But, no, we're excited. Uh, it actually gives some time for St. Louis fans to get their schedule together so they can fill that dome up. So, you know, I'm still anticipating – a big crowd, and uh, you know uh, we're going to go on the road and do our thing and take care of business, and we're, we're excited to come play on the 12th. Hey, Anthony, I, I'm sure you are extremely excited. Training, training camp starts in a few days. What are your thoughts and feelings as you are, are heading to report in a, few, in a couple of days? Yeah, you know, our players check in today, so I'm excited to meet our guys. We have 76 players now for our training camp practices. Uh, you know, we'll ramp these guys up. There's a, a, a really good thought-out process by the league to kind of get these guys ready to go, ramped up in week one, and then as we get into the practices uh, the following week with helmets and pads. So, uh, again, just assessing these guys, make sure, you know, they're healthy. They got their onboarding tomorrow and uh, and Sunday. And then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll rock and roll, get the uh, – we've already installed a lot of our uh, offense with the players through Zoom through the month of December, and now we'll, we'll kind of re-kick, re- go re-through with our – uh, some of our new players, as well as our guys that already done it as a second go-around, and hopefully these guys can hit the ground running. Hey, what are some of the challenges that you've you've seen or, or that you anticipate, you know, going into your first time, first season as a head coach in the XFL? Uh, what are some of the things that you, you can expect to face these next coming weeks? Yeah, well, I think the challenge is just, you know, getting that cohesion. We're building a team from the ground up, right? You know, we're in a traditional draft, you get maybe – you know, five to ten players, and and you and you mix them in with the with the guys that are already there. I mean, we're literally you know uh, creating a, a brand new team. So you know, the guys that we evaluated, we put a lot of time and effort in. You know, Dave Bowler, our DPP, GM, and our coaching staff, just trying to evaluate as many guys as possible. We did get uh, a lot of the guys on our draft board on our team, which we feel great about. So now it's really. Up to the players, uh, you know, to kind of get that coordination, our staff, to make sure, you know, we can hit the ground running with our practices and really be able to amp things up. So by week two, you know, we feel really good about what we're doing in training camp. And then as we get in 
uh, to the end of the month and into February, you know, we can hit the ground run in week one. Battle Hawks head coach Anthony Becht with us on 101 ESPN. And Anthony, one of the things, heck, when you started your career, it was a lot different in terms of building a physical football team, right? Because you guys had two a days, you had pads, you had a lot, a lot of things going on. How difficult will right. it, and I know that's your background, <laughs> what you want to do is you want to build a physical football team. What, what challenges come there in trying to be as physical as you'd like them to be? Yeah, well, you know, Kerry knows this. The only way that you become a physical team is you got to practice physically, but you also have to be smart. So uh, we're going to try to get in that kind of work as best we can. Uh, you know, our numbers are heavy now, so we'll have a lot of a lot of guys that actually have certain days where we can, you know, kind of ramp it up. But uh, I think we're going to have to pick and choose. You know, we're going to have to try, number one, I want to get these guys' legs under. I want to make sure we're fast, right? If we're not on the field playing fast, then, you know, that's not going to help us because there's a lot of talented, skilled players throughout the league. So that's number one. And then and then we'll get that physicality. You know, it's also it's a mental side of it as well. You know, I've coached a lot of players that maybe were told they're not a physical player or told they don't have that toughness, but you get it out of them, right? You, you start preaching. You start, you know, a lot of positive reinforcement about what they're doing. You teach them proper technique and how to get off the football a little better. And when they start seeing it, they start believing it. So it's a process on the field with the pads. You know, being aware uh, and understand you got to take care of the guys, but you do have to build that toughness you're talking about. And then just teaching that positive reinforcement behind them to, to kind of kickstart them to get them to believe and, and get that attitude adjustment. I don't know if you guys saw this, but when the Broncos hired Jerry Rosberg to replace Nathaniel Hackett, he used his last padded practice available. And apparently the Broncos players, some of them were ticked and, and voiced their displeasure. <laughs> knowing Kerry Davis as well as I do and, and knowing of you, Anthony Bex, I'll bet you guys loved the idea at, at least once in a while of having a padded practice, right, Anthony? Well, you know what's good about it, and Kerry knows this. This is going on when we play. Like some coaches, you'd be strategic. So, you know, individual drills, you could, you know, full pads. You go nine on seven, run full pads. And then, you know what, maybe you take them off and put the shells on, right, and do the rest of the practice that way. Maybe, uh, you know, there's a the day where you hit the team or there's some short yards goal line stuff. But, again, you get something tough that that's a little bit more rugged that maybe that, you know, players just don't are worried about getting hurt, but you know, you, you reward them on the back end in the same practice and you, you know, you kind of take some of those layers off. So we'll do a lot of that stuff. We're going to, we're going we're gonna to practice hard as we can in our situations. We're obviously, you know, the health of the players and making sure, but they also got to understand they got to be ready to go. Now, Having a pad of practice, you know, week 16, 15, whatever that was, at the <laughs> that, 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 that would have probably rubbed me wrong, too, because usually that stuff's getting pulled off. But, uh, you know, hey, I, you know, who knows? I don't know if he's going to be there that much longer, right? So that, that'll be a good guy anywhere coming in. But he left his mark, I guess, right? They don't right. forget about it. Anthony, we, we were in Pittsburgh Mike Tomlin's first year, and we were in pads every single week on Wednesday. The entire – full pads – into the playoffs, no, no exaggeration. It was, it was a bit much, sir. <laughs> yeah. It was guy. It, it became playoffs, a running Eric, joke right? by I week mean, by week thirteen. We like, there. yeah, we did. It was a running joke. Like we're pads again, eh? Okay, here we go. <laughs> hey, uh, Anthony, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's a deal. It's all about being aware, and obviously, I'm sure you know now. Thomas probably cut back quite a bit on just what what they're doing, but uh, it's just having an awareness, man. I, I played the game, so I. You're getting that feel, you know. I, you're right. I, I was a guy that like like had the pads on. I mean, I didn't have to. It was part of the game that 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 was great for me, as I was a really good blocker. Without doing it, you know, when they start shrinking down the days and you know one pad of practice a week, like 
I really that was my Super Bowl every day was nine on seven run when we had the pads and, and I took advantage of that. So you know it is what it is. You work around it, but it does affect the players. I mean, if they if they kind of like what you're doing every day from a you know, if you're being light on it, you know, yeah, they like it, but are you really kind of getting them prepared? And it shows up on film, right? You know, they're going to play high. So we got to find ways to, you know, to get them physically ready, and we will. Hey, and the, most people know the quarterbacks, uh, you know, A.J. McCarron and Ryan Willis. What other players could you give us uh, to say, to keep an eye out for for this upcoming season, some impact players that you expect to have a good season this year? Yeah, well, you know, we really like uh, all our quarterbacks. You know, Ryan Willis, obviously, Nick Tyano, they're, they're really good players. I think we have a really good, deep, uh, competitive running back room. You know, Mateo Durant, Brian Hill brings NFL experience. Uh, you know, Letty Brown, Abdul Adams, those guys, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're going to compete every single day for their spots. Receivers, skill-wise, man, man, we got it all. We got 6'4 guys. We, you know, we got small speed guys. We got uh, slot guys. We got former NFL guys. But a lot of the, all these guys can run, uh, great hands, technicians, and they, you know, they're very coachable players, very humble that they're with us. And, you know, we just picked up um, a 6'5", 225-pound, 4'3", guy uh, receiver in the supplemental draft that we added on. Offensive line, you know, again, we feel like we got the best guys available, but, you know, just, you know, getting them to buy into the process. We have big tight ends. I mean, big body guys, Jordan Thomas. You know, 6'6", 275, uh, Haskins, uh, 6'4", two, uh, 260. And then we got those those H guys like Jalen Smith and that can, you know, run like a receiver, play receiver, but is, is kind of making that transition to be a tight end slash hybrid receiver. On the defensive side, man, I love our linebackers. One thing we got is speed. We got a lot of intelligence in our secondary and long corners that can make plays on the ball, and, and they're going to get coached up by, to me, one of the best DB coaches with our coordinator, Donnie Abraham. That guy played uh, the cornerback position in the league at a very high level, and uh, you know we've had a lot of conversations on the technique and how guys are playing now, and I feel good about these guys are going to really make some strides. And, of course, up front, man, our defensive line, I think it's going to be competitive. I mean, there's a lot of guys here that, you know, they're not going to know their names, but they're hungry and, you know, setting and being, you know, quick, violent, but also just getting to the football. Just want these guys to play hard, man, and I, they will. So uh, we can't wait to see them today when they check in. And, and of course, they got their, their, their onboarding and, and, and physicals and stuff, but we'll have our first team meeting tomorrow night and, We'll get the kind of latest standard that we're expecting from them every day, you know, till week one. Battlehawks home opener is Sunday, March 12th against the Arlington Renegades. Tickets available at XFL.com slash tickets. And by the way, as you start the first three on the road, the last three are at home. So they did you a favor there. They did. No, yeah, we're excited. You know, like I said, fill the top is still our motto, you know, uh, with those single tickets going on, uh, you know, we may have a little surprise visit in St. Louis here, too, shortly. So that, that'll be great for the fan base. But, uh, you know, listen, the biggest thing is just, uh, you know, uh, getting to the city, playing with those fans. Can't wait to walk out of the tunnel and then get into that dome and then see all those passionate fans out there. And you'll hear them. They'll be going, caw <laughs> Good call. Yeah, no question. That. We'll, we'll be hearing that. Uh, somebody <laughs> sent me a little video of some San Antonio fan. Uh, kind of bashing the call and coming up with their own thing. So, you know, it's going to be fun. You know, uh, I, I had some fun with uh, Hines on Twitter yesterday with him getting week one. So uh, it's going to be great. San Antonio is going to have a ton of fans there. They always come out and support their team. But, uh, yeah, we're excited to get started. Anthony, have a good camp, a good weekend, and we appreciate your time. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, appreciate it, Kerry. Be well, man. Go Battlehawks.